We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. You've got the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. So last night, after the Browns lost, I had to go to the airport. Ew, why? Because that's what I like to do after the Browns lose. You just like to drive to the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport? Right. I could be, what? what is worse than this Browns loss? <laughs> you know what, what's going to make me feel worse? <laughs> going to the airport. Okay. No, actually, my brother... Um, my brother's family flew in last night. They were in Florida all last week. So I picked them up from Hopkins last night. And I realized that I have not picked up someone from the airport, or at least Hopkins Airport, in a very long time. It's okay. Been, it's been over 20 years. Really? Yeah. So I picked someone up from the airport in recent years, but that was when I was living in Phoenix. So I would go to the Phoenix Airport. I haven't, been, I haven't had to pick up anyone up from Hopkins Until in a very long time. What is going on there? What do you mean? You know, you should know better than than me because you you've made many trips to the airport many. in recent years uh, because your husband was living internationally. Yes. And so you were always going to the airport to either drop him off or pick him up. It's kind of a free for all over there, isn't it? I need I need examples. OK, what you, what is your experience when when David is is flying in and you need to pick him up? How do you do it? Like, do you pick them up at the at the gate at the no, I, arrival gate? I drive to the arrivals and I park my car at the number sign that I know he's at, and I wait for him. Okay, that's my question, and I ask because I don't know, and we might we might not even get an answer right here. This might be something we have to pick up at some later point in the show. Are you allowed to do that? I mean, yeah, everybody does that. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Okay, so my question is, should we be parking at that gate? I, well, you're staying in your car, right? You are, but I don't think we should be parking there. Well, then what is your solution? Shouldn't we be going to the cell phone lot to wait, and then you pull up to the arrival gate? What's the what? cell phone lot? The cell phone lot is where you go and you park your car and you can you can park there and you wait until the person that you're picking up is ready to exit the airport at their arrival gate. And then you drive to the gate and then they jump into the car and then you drive away. But the cell phone, the cell phone lot air quotes has not something that I've ever heard of. So is that just something that happened at other airports or is there actually a cell phone lot at Cleveland Hopkins? There's a cell phone lot at Cleveland Hopkins. Where is it? And I parked there last night. Okay. This is, I think this is something that we need to dive into at a later point. Where we, is the cell phone lot? I don't know. It's, it's you parked there last night. What? Like I can't <laughs> what do show you, you. You don't know. I can't show you on a map. Is right it the now. orange lot, the red lot, the blue lot, or is it actually the garage? Because those are the lots that are at the airport. See, I know that you are an expert at, at Hopkins. Right. I don't know any of those lots. So <laughs> you leave the uh, 
you leave the arrivals gate and you take a left and then there's signs that says that points you to the cell phone lot and then you just drive in there. I don't know. It's It says cell phone lot. I don't says, believe you. No, it's true. There's a cell phone lot. It's a waiting area for people who are picking people up from the airport because I didn't think you could just park at the arrival gate. That doesn't seem right to me because you've got cars all jammed up. You've got cars trying to get to the curb to actually pick people up. And then there's people that are just parked in the third lane. And Yeah, and they, it, it gets congested in there and you can get trapped in sometimes. It sucks. I never knew they had this cell phone lot. Yeah, I. what I'm saying is I don't think it needs to be this way or I don't think it should be this way. Okay, I'm writing this down. <laughs> we will jump into this at a later point and hopefully uh, we'll have... Get some answers. Yeah, we'll have frequent Hopkins travelers help us out with proper etiquette at the airport. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. All things entertainment right now. Let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet. Florence Pugh is the newest celebrity victim of one of the oddest current trends, throwing things at performers. So the actress was in Brazil alongside her castmates, Timothy Chalamet, Austin Butler, and Zendaya to promote their new movie, Dune 2. As they all stood together on the red carpet, Florence Pugh was hit in the face with what some speculate as a shrimp. And at that moment, the event ended. (laughs) And there's like only one video going around of the shrimp flying and hitting Florence Pugh in the face. And that's all the evidence. It's giving Spitgate. Remember when Harry Styles allegedly spit on Chris Pine? Why is Florence Pugh always in these movies where people are trying to speculate what is happening at these press tours? Where was Florence Pugh having a a concert? Was it Red Lobster? No. not a concert. She wasn't singing. Was it Endless Shrimp Night? It must have been. It must have been. No, I don't get that either. But I guess if the shrimp is accessible, <laughs> the first thing that you think of, I want to pick this up right, and throw, throw it. it at Florence Pugh. Um, Blake Lively applauds Taylor Swift and Beyonce for empowering each other. So Blake Lively expressed her admiration for Taylor Swift and Beyonce on Instagram this weekend, following her attending the premiere of Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Um, she celebrated their roles in female empowerment, saying how the media used to pit women against each other. She said it It took me until adulthood to see that the instinct for women to lift each other up to their highest potential is the norm, not the exception. Most of my best friends are women who would have been packaged to me as threats or competition. It's our job to show younger generations power in aligning rather than dividing. And in TV TV news, the Golden Bachelor, Gary Turner, is reacting to his secret girlfriend, Expose. So the Golden Bachelor star, Jerry Turner, has officially responded to an article claiming he wasn't super honest about his dating history. Uh, The senior heartthrob hit back at a woman known only as Carolyn, which is not her real name, but she claimed that they dated for 10 months. Um, Turner hints that he didn't consider himself to be, quote, in a relationship. Basically, he shrugged off the entire report and also said the accusations doesn't fit with all the positive positive things
things going on in his life right now? Well, it, it, it really didn't. But, you know, again, I want to focus on what's going on now. Um, you know, the important thing for me right now is, is where I'm at today. And looking back on those things, to me, is no benefit. After watching the finale, mm-hmm. I'm no longer a fan. Why? Because I wanted him to pick the other woman. Oh, and that's he, the reason. He baited and switched her so hard, though. He told her, I love you. He said, I can't live without you. He said, you're my girl. He said, I think you're the one. All of these things. And then in a, in a matter of 12 hours, he changed his mind. Sure. And I was like, what are you doing, Gary? He's a guy. He's a, he's a guy doing guy things. It doesn't matter if he's 30 years old or uh, 72. 72 so this years is what old. we have to look forward to. We never outgrow it. <laughs> Anything else you need, Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Morgan has a question about Amazon Prime that I cannot answer. And I have Amazon Prime, but I just don't understand what it is. So... Amazon Prime. We'll get to your question. Are they the bleep hole? I think right now they kind of are. We'll get to that next. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So if you are a member of Amazon Prime, we might need your help here because... Uh, I am a Prime member. My family is, but I've never ordered anything off of Amazon Prime. My wife does all of that. I know things come to the house. That is the extent of my knowledge. Morgan, what problem are you having with Amazon Prime? Okay. When you think Prime, what perks do you think come with having an Amazon Prime membership? What perks do do I have? No, just in general. Like if somebody has a Prime account, what is the reason why somebody would have a Prime account as opposed to a regular account? Okay. So my guess would be that you get things faster. Like I know that sometimes my wife will order something and she'll be like, oh my gosh, I ordered that this morning and now it's here. Yes. I mean, the main thing is that it gets there within, it's supposed to be like two days, right? Well, I've noticed that Starting around Thanksgiving up until now, everything that I have ordered on Amazon Prime is taking two weeks to get here. Mm-hmm. Now, when I buy the thing, I only put it on the Prime filter. So literally, I don't even look at the stuff that isn't considered to be on Amazon Prime. So if I'm paying an extra $12.99 a month for Prime for things to get here in two days, why am I ordering six different things the week of Thanksgiving on Prime that's supposed to be two-day shipping that are still not here and not going to be here until the middle of December? 216-474-0104. Well, I was talking to my sister about this this weekend because she is having the same problem. She's like, everything that I'm ordering on Amazon Prime is not coming in this two-day shipping window. And we're just wondering, like, is it a holiday thing where, like, there's way too many people ordering stuff right now and they're not able to get it to you as quick as they would, say, in January? But it's like... This is not pro- like getting something two weeks after you order it when you filtered the Prime thing on it is not what Prime is supposed to be. Man, I, don't I need know. Paula. I, <laughs> Get Paula on the phone, please. I'll tell you what. I feel your frustration. 
I feel it. Yeah, well, you don't. <laughs> you can't relate, but you feel it. 216-474-0104. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, we're talking about Morgan's frustrations with Amazon Prime right now. Because I do understand what you're saying. If you're paying for a service that you have the expectation that you're supposed to receive items that you order within a faster amount of time than if you ordered it on regular Amazon, right, whatever. Right, right, right. We're paying an extra twelve ninety nine for fast shipping, and uh, you know the normal period is two days, not two weeks, which is what I'm experiencing with everything that I'm ordering recently on Amazon Prime. Stacy's in Fairview Park. Stacy, good morning. Good morning. What's going on with Prime? Uh, so that's funny. We had this conversation at Thanksgiving dinner. My brother is a manager for Amazon in the warehouse on the east side, and. They are, there are so many orders that come in from after Thanksgiving that even if you have Prime, it's just almost, it's not impossible. It's highly improbable that they can even keep up. Yeah, that's what and I was out- assuming. Cause like the timing does play a big factor, right? Like all yeah. year I had no problem. And then as soon as Black Friday rolls around into December, it's like taking extra long. Yeah, his order volume, he thought, is four times the amount, and they are actually, like, four times the, yeah, four times the amount, and they're actually making you do some sort of mandatory overtime shift, and there's absolutely no vacation time from after Thanksgiving till around then, so I understand your frustration in that, but they are working four times the amount of volume that they were all year. So I get it. I'll be nicer. Just, just, <laughs> I'll be nicer. <laughs> but at the, at the same time, though, should Amazon be charging extra for a service right, if they, if they right. can't provide what they promise? Right. That's my thought. Maybe, like, ditch it for the holidays. <laughs> Tracy is listening in Cleveland. Tracy, good morning. Good morning. What are your thoughts on Amazon Prime and what's going on with Morgan's thing? Okay, so I used to work for a delivery service a long time ago, and I know around the holidays you hire extra staff. You say you had vans and put, like, just a magnet placard on there saying who's delivering your package. And I've seen Amazon doing that, but they probably don't have enough staff. You know, nobody wants to work. A friend of mine runs a job placement agency where people call and say, hey, I need people. And they interview, and they get them all set up, and they're supposed to show up for work, and they just don't. Yeah, I also kind of, because I'm looking at my orders right now, and I think that theory makes makes sense. I mean, obviously, I know there's more orders right now, too, like Stacy said, but like I ordered something that is expected to be delivered today, okay, the 4th. I ordered it ages ago, and it says not yet shipped. Not yet shipped, but it's expected today, which tells me that it's in that east side warehouse that's literally seven minutes from my apartment. But maybe there's just nobody to deliver it from point A to point B. Do they have like a a place where you could just go pick it up on your own? I don't know. They should. Maybe. Doesn't UPS have that or or FedEx or something? I think Amazon might have that. It's something we could look into for sure. I don't know. Does that? Well, your theories are probably correct then. By what Stacy and, and Tracy are saying. Yeah. It's the holidays. I know. I just need to be a little bit more patient, but Amazon Prime has ruined me as a person. Like, if I don't yeah. get something within six hours, I'm thinking something's wrong. Well, you still have... What else do we get with Amazon Prime? We can still order those videos. Yeah, Prime Video, for sure. It's nice to have that. <laughs> 
It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Our pick six is up on our Instagram, at the Q Morning Show. And I was just perusing those a second ago. Uh, and I see David, your husband, wearing a hard hat. <laughs> and he has, uh, what is a tape measure. Measuring tape, Measuring yeah. Tape. Tape measure. You're right. You're right. What is going there? Did you get him a, <laughs> did you get him another job, a construction job over the holidays? No, no, no. That was a white elephant gift exchange at the church staff Christmas party. So oh. that is what David ended up with. He made us listen to the YMCA for the rest of the time. He was dancing around in his hard hat. It was, it was a show. Oh, the village people thing. Yeah, David like, is a showman. He gotcha. really is. He loves to be the center of attention, the life of the party. He was cracking everybody up, and he did not take that hard hat off the entire party. Well, good for him. So yeah, that, that he was, was fun. That was his gift. That was his gift, Someone yes. got him that. Yes. I well, have uh, a picture of my front door as... One of my pick six this weekend. And that's only because I wanted to show you that I finally you finished. You put up your Christmas lights. I finally finished decorating for Christmas. And yeah, I have, uh, I have the lights on the, on the, the house and the, I've got the lights in the trees. I love it. it Don't looks- you just feel better about life now that you have these beautiful Christmas lights outside of your house? I suppose so, but it still feels like I did the bare minimum. <laughs> it just, it just feels like, and my brother has offered, to come over to the house and bring his very tall ladder. And he's like, I'll, I'll help you put up lights, you know, to, to frame the entire house with lights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to go, up, I don't want to go up that high. I'm scared. I don't want to be up that high. Like we maybe, need your Christmas cheer. We have to get your Christmas cheer up a little bit. I have my cheer up now that I have these bare minimum <laughs> just lights. One up. string of lights, <laughs> one string of lights around the tree <laughs> is your Christmas cheer. I'll yeah. take it. Honestly, it's fine. It's better than nothing. I had a chance to bond with my neighbor, my next door neighbor. He was putting his decorations up yesterday. So he lives directly across the street. I don't know his name, um, but he puts out a Millennium Falcon every year. Like, I'll take a picture of it. I don't have it. I'm, I might have it from a, from a previous year. I don't have it with me now. But uh, he, he puts a, like a giant Millennium Falcon from Star. Do you know what that is, right? This from Star I'm Wars? pretending like I do, but I'm in the middle of Googling it. Okay, it's Han Solo's spaceship from Star okay, Wars. Okay, yeah, you should have just said that. So he's got a giant one out right there. And uh, and so I'm like, I, I have to say something. Because we're both out decorating. I can't just be that neighbor that doesn't say anything to his neighbor while I'm out there. But again, I don't know his name. So I just yelled out. I'm like, hey, you got the Millennium Falcon out again this year, huh? <laughs> Like the most obvious thing that you could say because he's putting up the Millennium Falcon. Right. What did he say? He was like, yep. He just went, he just went thumbs up, thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah. But then I ended up going over there and he's putting up an R2D2 too. And I'm like, oh, is R2D2 new? Because I've never seen that before. And he's like, yeah, I got R2D2 this year. And then I'm just making small talk. I'm like, are you going to have an entire Star Wars theme out in your front yard? And And it was good. It was like, I felt. That that's what brings me Christmas cheer is bonding with my neighbors. Okay. But then I walk back inside and I still don't know the guy's name. Yeah, and I was gonna say that doesn't do it for me. It's my Christmas tree lights and my uh, Christmas tree farm candles that spread the Christmas cheer. But I'm a step closer. We at least had a <laughs> yeah. conversation. Right. Now the lights are up. Yeah. Soon, maybe when we're taking the lights down, I'll learn his name. Right. Am I the bleep hole? Is coming up this morning. 
Uh, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't remember this lady's name, but I know that she's fired up about something that is happening in her neighborhood every single day. Okay. <laughs> and she, she's had it. She's absolutely had it. She's coming to us. Am I the bleep hole is next on the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. We are the home of the bleep holes. <laughs> That's one way to put it. All of us, at one time or another, can be responsible for some bleep hole behavior. Sure. And that's exactly what this segment is all about. So you do something or you say something that in your mind, you think it's okay. Harmless. And you're fine. But then all of a sudden someone points out, you might be a bleep hole. And that's when you come to us and let us know what happened. We'll help you figure it out. Let you know if you're a bleep hole or not. Deborah is the potential bleep hole this morning. Deborah, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Deborah. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You think you're the bleep hole? Well... I don't know. Uh, some people think I might be, but I'm going to, can I explain my problem to you? Okay. Please do. Please. That's why um, you're here. All right. Okay. So I live across the street from a middle school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now during the day, the parents, they, they've got a designated lane. They're supposed to go in to pick up their kids, but they decide to cheat and use my driveway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they're supposed to follow the rules, but they're not. And so the kids come out of school and jump in the car, however long it takes, whatever. But then they're using my driveway like a turnaround point on top of it. Okay. So it's eating into my concrete. It's 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 aggravating me. Okay. okay? Let me it's stop you. My driveway. I can tell that you, I yeah, can tell that passionate. you're aggravated. <laughs> um, I just want to clarify. So there are parents that are parking. On your, are you saying that they're parking in your driveway waiting to pick up their kids, or they're parking on your street and then well, using your driveway at some point? They are using my driveway as their turnaround point because it's the only uh, driveway to turn around across from the school. So it's, it's causing wear and tear. And then they do it like a three-quarter turnaround. Then they go the other way because they don't want to travel a block out of their way. But okay. it's really, it's damaging my driveway, and I, I, I really, it's making me crazy. So here's what I did, and I, I, it's perfectly legal, I'm sure. I went out and got one of those orange cones, okay. and I put it in my driveway. You're not going to believe this. What? A mother pulls up to turn her car around, moves my cone, <laughs> moves my cone out of her way so she can turn her car around. I am just fed up with this. I'm at my wit's end. You know, I came out. I was saying, hey, that's mine. Get off my property. Ignored me with attitude. I can't even tell you. So you witnessed this woman move the cone and you came out of the house? I said, leave that there. That's mine. Don't use my driveway. Ignored me with attitude. With attitude. With attitude. That was the hurt. <laughs> With attitude on top of it. Okay. Is it me? I just don't want people turning around in my driveway. Is that too much to ask? Right. Are you the bleep hole for not wanting this? I'm imagining, though. So school's letting out for the day, and Deborah is just there waiting. 
She's got the orange cone in yep. her driveway. I'm just waiting. I dare you. I dare you to touch that cone. Right. Oh, my God. Is she going to do it? Lady, are you going to do it? And she did ah! it. <laughs> she did it. I imagine you running out of your house yelling at her. Uh, that's... That's interesting. I need. I might need to think about this for a few more minutes. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of confused. But I will tell you yeah, this. It, yeah. I'm leaning towards. Yeah, a little bit of a bleep hole. What about you, Morgan? Uh. Yeah, I don't understand how people just turning around in your driveway is ruining your driveway. The concrete. It's making like a groove in my concrete. Aren't you supposed to drive on concrete, though? I'm just confused. Uh, But I will say, Deborah, I will say, it's different when you're not in the situation. If it were me and and people were doing this every single day, multiple people, like 10, maybe 20 people every single day, I can imagine it would get a little annoying for you. You're going to have to go out and get some more orange cones. (laughs) 216-474-0104. Deborah is fed up with people turning around in her driveway after they pick their kids up from school. Is she really the bleep hole? Your call's next. It's Q104. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, but instead I only wish you the best. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Am I the bleep hole is happening right now. We just heard from Deborah. And Deborah lives across the street from a middle school. And during the day, in the afternoon, while parents are picking up their kids, and this is not the the designated, uh, because I know what she's talking about. There's a designated pickup line at probably every school in America where that's where you go when you pick up your kids. But this is, uh, I guess, some sort of a side street where kids just walk over there and then parents wait for their kids and the kids get in the car. And then once the kids are picked up, then they're turning around in Deborah's driveway mm-hmm. and then going in the other direction. And she's had it. She's really she upset about it. She has had it. She's put some orange cones out there and she's like sitting inside of her living room with binoculars, I think. Well, somebody and- got out and moved the orange cone. <laughs> they did move and towards still cone. turned around in her driveway. And I am leaning towards saying that Deborah is a little bit of a bleep hole here. I can understand why it's annoying, but at the same time, it's just people drive. It's just people pulling into your driveway. They're going to be gone in ten, fifteen minutes. Is it really that much of an inconvenience for you? I think it's easier said than done. Like on the surface, it's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But if it was happening to me every single day, multiple times a day, and I, you know, went to lengths to make sure it didn't happen, then it still happened. I would feel some type of way about it. So I don't think she's a bleephole. I know my wife would disagree with me completely. I know my wife, she would, she doesn't like when people turn around in the driveway anyway, like on a regular day, right. like on a, on a school day like this, she would, it would drive her nuts. Uh, let's see. We are going to Sarah in Cleveland. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. What do you think about Deborah? Is she the bleep hole here? Uh, no, I, I am going with Morgan, um, mainly because we have school pickup and drop off 
and it's in a development, and there's cars that park waiting to be through the school loop, and they sit in front of driveways, not letting people in and out. So we've had police officers have to come to let people to make sure people are not stopping in front of their driveway. I think she did the right thing by doing a cone and not really making an issue like mm-hmm. to the world that she's having a problem. She put the cone there, stopped doing it, and um, I think her next step would be to park her car at the end of the driveway. Um, That's a good suggestion. That is a good suggestion. Of having like, you know, let's say 8.30 they could do pick up and drop off. I mean, it's a whole like 20, 30 minute time frame. And then in the afternoon, again, it's a whole another 20, 30 minute time frame. I'm not sure exactly the logistics of hers, but like for our buses need to go first and then the parents can go and park. So it's like you're waiting and going all of these. So it's a long period of time um, to have to for people to turn around multiple times. Okay, so you understand her frustration then? Yes, yes. All right, Uh, I'm I'm trying to see it. I I guess maybe I should be more, uh, I don't know. Protective over your driveway? Maybe. I didn't didn't realize. Like, I was just thinking, like like what you said, it's a driveway, it's concrete, who cares? Yeah. Um, Marie's in Akron. Marie, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Are you on Deborah's side here, or are you taking my side in this? I, I agree with Morgan and Deborah. I don't think that she's the bleep pole. Um, I, I like the idea of parking her car at the end of the driveway. I don't think she should have to do that. I would start with maybe just talking to the school and seeing if they can just send a memo saying, hey, no turning around in other people's driveways. Um, it Like, I... I I see how from the outside, if you don't have to deal with it, like I don't deal with it, yeah. you can think, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's just a driveway. Who cares? But like, if that was me, I mean, it would drive me nuts every day having people pulling in and pulling out. And it would drive me bonkers. If, I would be memorizing license plates. I would know who was in what car. <laughs> I would know how early or late they were every single day to pick up their kid. It would drive me insane. Texts are coming in faster than I could read them here. Uh, not the bleep hole. The turning around motion does cause uneven wear and See, that's tear what and I damage didn't know. to a driveway. <laughs> that's what I didn't know. I was like, Deborah, a driveway is meant to be driven on. How is it causing indentations? There you go, Deborah. My eyes have been opened once again. <laughs> I didn't realize the, the extent of this problem. Right. Now I see it. I We're see an educational right show at heart, truly. And hopefully we gave you some good suggestions there. Get some more cones. Park your car <laughs> down at the end of the driveway. Call contact the, the school. Or call me. I'll get the investigative team out, which is just me, party of one. And I will get to the bottom of who's doing this to you. There you go. It's Q104. Four nineties, two thousands, and now the Q Morning Show. Thanks for being here. It's Morgan and Bill. This is very exciting. This morning, we're kicking off the Battle of the Burbs. Twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, and a chance for you to win a three hundred dollar shopping spree at Legacy Village. We'll tell you about that coming up. Right now, let's jump into all things entertainment. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet right here. Britney Spears reunited with her mom to celebrate her birthday over the weekend. So Lynn Spears was reportedly there for her daughter, Britney, over her birthday weekend, where she celebrated turning 42 at her manager, Cade's house. The insider also says that Lynn Spears spent the night at Britney's and hung out the next day as well. 
The pop singer's brother, Brian, reportedly attended the celebration as well. Lynn posted a picture to her Instagram of the two saying, Happy birthday to you, Britney Spears. I'm so happy you and your mama are together at last. Here's to healing and a life of happiness, freedom, and bonds that will never be broken. Did Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey hit up a Kansas City Christmas bar in matching squirrel sweaters? It's a new headline every day, isn't it? Um, reportedly, this was a bit of a double date with Brittany Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes and then some other Kansas City Chiefs players and wives. Um, the Mahomes wore matching reindeer outfits. It was rumored that Travis and Taylor sported matching outfits of their own with a squirrel design on the front, though no definitive photographic proof has emerged yet. Why a squirrel? Swifties are convinced that it's a subtle dig to stir the pot about one of Travis's old tweets from 2011. Because, you know, did you see that Travis Kelsey's old tweets went viral recently? Because they're just absurd. I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he was tweeting about innocent things, right? Right, right. Just talking about going to Chipotle and yeah. spelling Chipotle wrong. And, <laughs> yeah. and people found that. I mean, it's endearing. It's yeah. yeah. So this was the tweet from 2011. It says, I just gave a squirrel, spelled wrong, a piece, spelled wrong, of bread, and it straight smashed all of it with like 100 exclamations. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. <laughs> Why do I feel like he would tweet the same thing in 2023? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure if he had that active account, he would be doing that. (laughs) And Macaulay Culkin gets his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Catherine O'Hara, who played Culkin's mother in the classic family film Home Alone, spoke at the dedication of the landmark star. Um, She said the reason families all all over the world can't let a year go by without watching and loving Home Alone together is because of Macaulay Culkin. Uh, He wished the crowd a happy holiday season with his iconic Home Alone catchphrase. And in the spirit of the holiday season, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Have you watched Home Alone yet? (laughs) No, that was actually one of the choices over the weekend. And uh, we chose something else. Vetoed it? I'm sure you'll watch it between now and Christmas, right? Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, Drew wanted to watch 8-Bit Christmas. Have you ever seen that? No. It's on Max. It's really... It's really cute. It's It came out in the last couple of years. It's about this kid. I think that you'll really enjoy it if you grew up in the decade that I did, in the 80s, because it's all about this kid trying to get a Nintendo. Oh, cute. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the dad is telling... It, it's a whole thing. Okay, it's Bill endorsed, and it's not sponsored, so you know that's real. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're kicking off the Battle of the Burbs 12 Days of Christmas. You could win a $300 shopping spree to Legacy Village. We'll tell you how next. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. It's the Battle of the Burbs, 12 Days of Christmas, brought to you by Legacy Village. Let's meet our contestants this morning. Alicia is in Newburgh Heights, a graduate of Mayfield High School. Alicia, good morning. Good morning. Let's meet your challenger. A graduate of Wellston High School in Wellston, Ohio, now living in North Ridgeville, it's Natalie. Natalie, Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. Let's go, ladies. Happy Monday, ladies. Welcome into Battle of the Burbs. It's a best of five question trivia challenge. Your name is your buzzer. Are you guys ready to play? Ready. All right, here we go. Question number one. 
Who played quarterback for the Cleveland Browns yesterday? Alicia. Natalie. Alicia. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is correct. Question number two. In 2020, what song by The Weeknd became a viral sensation on TikTok inspiring a dance challenge? Do you know, Bill? No, I did not know. I'm only I only know because I can read the answers. <laughs> blinding lights. Ah, I should have known that. Lights. Okay, Alicia's still on the board with one. Natalie, you have yet to get a question correct. Question number three. Cedar Point has completed construction on the new Top Thrill 2. How tall will it be? Natalie. Natalie? 150 feet. It's not 150. Alicia, do you have a guess? Uh, 300 feet? 420 oh. feet tall. The new Top Thrill 2. Okay, Alicia still one to nothing. Question number four. What is the name of the shrimp company that Forrest Gump establishes? Natalie. Natalie. Baba Gump. Baba Gump is correct. All right, we're tied one to one. Here is the tiebreaker question. It's a hard one. Which famous Clevelander bribed Travis Kelsey to come play for the Natalie. Cle- Natalie, Natalie for the win? No. Oh, my gosh. The emotion is so high. That's right, Natalie. You win. Oh my gosh! I know, Bill. Bill over there looks like he's about to have a panic attack. So it's going to be like this for the next twelve days. It might be. The it next, might be the next eleven days. Yeah. We, wow. Yeah. Wow. Natalie wants to win that three hundred dollars shopping spree to Legacy yes, Village. I, I guess. For right now, a hundred dollar gift card to Mesquite Tay and Avon, and you're qualified to win our grand prize: three hundred dollars to Legacy Village. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Have a great day. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill, good morning. So there is not much that I want to talk about when it comes to the Browns yesterday. In fact, I had planned on not even talking about (laughs) the Browns at all. If you notice, Morgan, the Browns are nowhere on our Google Doc of things to talk about today. I know. The way that game ended yesterday was just so soul-crushing. But you even asked me, like, what should we talk about at 810? And I said one word, and you knew exactly what I meant. I knew what you meant. I said the word butt cheek. So if you don't know this, <laughs> during the game, and by the way, I enjoyed myself right up until the, the last, last two what, minutes yeah, of the game yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it was close and... Until we got to the fourth quarter. But this this actual play happened in the first half. It was Joe Flacco, our quarterback that's filling in, uh, threw a pass to Elijah Moore. And it was a great catch. And it was challenged by L.A. because they thought that his foot was out of bounds. Right. And so they uh, threw the challenge flag. And the referees went to the the, the video thing. And they, and they watched the video over and over and over. And the analysts were speculating, you know, it looked like his backside hit the turf before his foot went out. And then the referee came back, and sure enough. Fired to the receiver's leg, hitting out of bounds, his butt cheek hit inbound. Let him know, Hussey. If you had butt cheek on your bingo card for the NFL on Fox today, congratulations. Audio courtesy of Fox. So there you go. Did we ever think we would hear the word butt cheek broadcast on national television when 
referring to a football game? Not coming from a referee, no. I mean, I understand the referees, you know, sometimes you get frustrated with them because they make their calls and you don't understand why. Right. But that couldn't have been more clear. Right. The referee is telling us his butt cheek was down. (laughs) Oh, goodness. It's a fair catch. And then everything else just went downhill after that. Yeah, we're just going to focus on that funny moment because if we don't laugh, we'll cry. Yeah, so after the Browns game yesterday, I drove to the airport. Why? Because that's what I do to punish myself after Browns <laughs> games. I, I was like, how can I feel worse? I'm going to drive to the airport. Um, and when I got there, I went there to pick up my brother's family last night. Uh-huh. And I thought that it was, I don't want to say complete chaos, but it was a pretty chaotic time at the airport last night. Why? We're going to get into this next. It's the Q Morning Show. They make your day, they make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. So last night, I had to go pick up my brother's family from the airport at Hopkins. And I ask all these questions because I don't know. I legitimately don't know. But here's my first question. Is it supposed to be like this? It was <laughs> what cra- do you mean? I'm going to tell you exactly what happened step by step. So I knew that he was supposed to land around 8.15. So I plan on leaving for the airport around 8 because it takes about 15 minutes for me to get there. And my brother texts me at 10 till 8. And he said, we landed early. We have to get bags. No rush. And so I'm like, okay, by the time that I get there, they'll probably be exiting the uh, exiting the, the, the gate. Right. You know, by, by baggage claim. So I drive to Hopkins and I look at the sign and I see Frontier Airlines is exit number one at arrivals. So I pull into that area there and there's like three, four lanes. The curb lane is filled with cars of people ready to pick it, somebody up. The middle lane, the lane that I am, is filled with cars. And okay. then the the lane to my left is, it's kind of cars are stopping, and then they're pulling into the middle lane. And it's they're chaos. Trying. You can say that. It's chaos. And I, I don't really know what's going on. I mean, I'm looking ahead, and there's cars ahead of me that have their hazard lights on, and they're just sitting there, but nobody's loading. Nobody's getting in. It's just like they're just waiting for people to come out of the gate. So I text my brother. And I said, what's going on? I'm at gate one. And he said, we still don't have our bags. It might be a while. So I said, okay. And I I said, there must be a cell phone lot around here. So I pulled out of my lane and I, and I drove around and I parked in the cell phone lot until he was ready. Okay. And I, what I don't understand is why, why are people waiting by arrivals by baggage claim? Like that's the cell phone lot. Like, I don't think you're supposed to wait there. The The arrivals gate is when your party is ready to be picked up. That's when you pull up. You pull up to the curb. They get in and you go. I That's, didn't even know what a cell phone lot is. Is that like the actual official name of the lot? The cell phone lot? Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? That, where is that at? It's around the corner. I know of the orange <laughs> lot, the blue lot, the red lot, the actual garage, which I believe is the green lot. I must have missed the signs for the cell phone lot. I even know where the brown lot is. I think you got to get on a train to come from the brown lot. Aren't those parking lots, though? Yeah. Okay. The cell so, phone lot isn't a parking lot? Yeah. I, I can't really tell you wh- exactly where it is, but you take you leave baggage claim, and it's, there's signs that point you there, and then you kind of go to the left 
I don't know. And it's a lot that I parked in. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. See, I'm really ignorant to the, to this because I have not picked up someone up at Hopkins in a very long time. Right. Like it's been over 20 years. It's just because I've been living in different cities. And I remember at, in Phoenix, there's this huge cell phone lot that I would go to. And they would even have arrivals and departures, like a big sign. And it would tell you. And then you would contact uh, your party. And they you would... So that's why it's called the cell phone lot, because as soon as you get a call on your phone, that's when you're supposed to drive up to the arrivals. Yeah, it's just a waiting area for people that are picking somebody up at the airport. I didn't even know this lot existed. And as somebody who frequented Cleveland Hopkins quite often picking up my then fiance, I always was just in the in the chaos, in the mix of the cluster. I would just park it and wait for David and be fine. It seems to me that it shouldn't be that way, but I don't know. Again, that's why I asked. Let's find out. Seems a little too chaotic for me. 216-474-0104. Q104. Q104, the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. We're talking about proper etiquette when it comes to picking somebody up at Hopkins. Because I had to do it last night, and it just seemed like there was disorder, there was disorganization, a lot of confusion, <laughs> right. uh, and uh, a lot of the confusion on my part. Uh, Peggy is on the line. Peggy, good morning. Good morning. So you're calling about the proper way to pick someone up at the airport. Yes. Okay. Because I was thinking that three lanes of cars all trying to get into one gate at one time is not the way that you're supposed to pick someone up at the airport. It's not. It's not the right way. (laughs) No. You park at the cell phone lot and wait for your phone call. Because and then what? That's what backs, <laughs> because that's what backs it up. Like when David lands, what if his plane doesn't come down? You're blocking that spot for 25 minutes. Right. You're supposed to park at the lot. You get the call. And like Bill said, you pull up, you let him jump in, and you keep moving. It's a cluster because everybody's waiting and not doing it the proper way. Well, right. I, didn't, I mean, as someone who went to the airport a lot to pick people up, I never even... Saw a sign for a cell phone lot. You know, there are people directing traffic in the pickup zone, and nobody ever said anything to me. Yeah, there's signs for the cell phone lot. It's behind Service Road where the old Sheridan is. Okay. Instead of waiting, yeah, because baggage could take half hour. So there you go. It's a holiday PSA. Yeah, problem solved. And I work at the airport, and I see it every day. It aggravates me so bad. <laughs> All right, Peggy. I'm glad we could get that information out of there. because so I was you are right. I was really confused by that last night. <laughs> Thank you, Peggy, for calling in this it. morning. Thank you. You said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. All things entertainment. Let's dive into a Hollywood dirt sheet with Morgan here. Did Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey hit up a Kansas City Christmas bar in matching squirrel sweaters? Um, that's the word on the street is that it was a bit of a date night with Kansas City Chiefs players and wives, including Patrick and Brittany Mahomes. Uh, the Mahomes wore matching reindeer outfits, and the word on the street is that Travis and Taylor had matching outfits of their own with squirrels on their sweaters. Um, and why a squirrel? Swifties are convinced it's a subtle dig at um, Travis Kelsey and his old tweets. He was really excited in 2011 about squirrels. He said, I just gave a squirrel a piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. 
<laughs> Similar times in 2011, right? Where we were just enthralled by the fact that squirrels ate bread. Do we have pictures of this, by the way? Did, did anybody have pictures of them in the squirrel No sweater? picture proof yet, but I have a feeling we'll be seeing the squirrel sweaters. I would think somebody would enough. have gotten a picture. <laughs> Britney Spears reunited with her mom over the weekend to celebrate her birthday. So Lynn Spears was there for her daughter Britney's birthday over the weekend as she celebrated turning 42. Um, the insider says that Lynn spent the night at Britney's and hung out the next day as well. Lynn Spears posted on her Instagram a picture of the two saying happy birthday to you Britney Spears I'm so happy you and your mama are together at last here's to healing in a life of happiness freedom and bonds that will never be broken this made me feel good that Britney was with their mom this weekend how long? I know what you're going to ask. But I, go ahead I, I, and ask it. I don't know. I don't know much about their relationship. They were estranged though for a while. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's estranged from her whole family pretty much. But I thought you were going to ask how long until they're not speaking again. Oh, I. I hope because that doesn't happen. It's kind of been back and forth, especially between Britney and her mom, even more so than Britney and her little sister Jamie Lynn. Um, but I'm I'm hoping that Britney and her mom can remain on good terms. I see Britney's. Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it scares me. Yeah. So I do hope that she spends some quality time with her mom. I know. I try to ignore the Instagram page, right? Just focus on the positives. Sure. Florence Pugh was hit in the face by an object at a Dune 2 panel. So Florence Pugh, the newest celebrity victim of one of the oddest current trends, throwing things at performers um, while they're on stages. So the actress was in Brazil with her castmates, Timothy Chalamet, Austin Butler and Zendaya to promote Dune 2. As they stood together, Florence Pugh was hit in the face with what some are saying was a shrimp. Hmm. Hit in the face with a cooked shrimp. And at that moment, the event ended. They all got off the stage. So someone ruined it for everybody. With a shrimp. Like, I just don't understand. One, where did you get the shrimp? Two, what is your immediate reaction to where you get the shrimp? And it's not to eat it. It's to throw Throw it it. at Florence Pugh and hit her in the face. I don't understand. Well, clearly they had the all-you-can-eat breakfast (laughs) or the the shrimp affair. God. Catered by Red Lobster, and so that's why they had the shrimp. But <laughs> did they tackle this person? I mean, what do you do? I like don't if someone know. throws a shrimp, security tackles this right. person. I don't know. You never bring shrimp to an event ever again. It's a sad day we live in, isn't it? You can't even have shrimp at events anymore. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Real life, real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. From the 1-800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.